Hello and welcome to 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry and I am your host and I'm here to inspire you today. Okay, you know, I want to read the scripture to you right off the bat. It's found in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 14. Hebrews 3.14 says, For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Okay, do you realize, think, think about this with me, I'm sure you've probably heard this before. Studies tell us that we spend approximately one-third of our lifetimes sleeping. <laughs> huh? Sleeping. I mean, if you hadn't heard it before, that might become, be, be like a shock to you. One-third of your life you spend sleeping? Hey, I got another shocker for you. <laughs> As a Christian, did you know that we spend most of our time uh, in the waiting room? Or maybe, let's say it, we spend most of our time at the bus stop. <laughs> and very little time in the receiving of the object of our faith. Or in other words, of the manifestation of what we're believing God for. See, the receiving part never takes very long. It's the waiting that seems to go on and on and on and on, right? So it's very important that we understand how to wait <laughs> you know, my wife and I, we lived and served as full-time missionaries to the people of Brazil for about three and a half years. Now, during that entire time, we never enjoyed the privilege and convenience of owning our own private vehicle. In fact, we spent the whole time in Brazil without ever driving, period. We began to wonder, well, when we get back to the States, are we going to be able to remember how to drive? Hey, well, no problem. Got back here, switched it right in gear, no problem, right? But anyway, what I'm saying is that the reason why we didn't have transportation is because we were we had applied for permanent permanent residency, but it was taking a long time for them to process the paperwork and all. And the rule in Brazil is if you're not a permanent resident of the country, you can't enjoy uh, privileges such as something simple as getting opening up a checking account at the bank or of purchasing and registering your own private vehicle. So a large part of the way we got around when we were in Brazil, I mean, when we wasn't walking, because we walked a whole lot, we wore out some shoes. <laughs> okay, a lot, aside from walking, we depended upon the public bus system, public transportation, right? And we, so we've spent a lot of time at bus stops, a lot of time. And through our vast and daily experience with the bus system, well, we've learned a few things. <laughs> and I want to share them with you, but I want to do it in such an angle that what we learn can help you to properly understand how to wait when you're trusting the Lord for something to occur in your life. That sound like a good deal? Are you ready? Okay, there are six things. I'm going to try to cover them quick because I'm, kind of, I'm trying to cut down on the time that I have per segment here So because I know you have a lot of things to do. Six things that we learned from our experiences at the bus stop. Number one, allow plenty of time. Allow plenty of time because often there were factors that would arise that would cause a delay. I mean, you had the bus stop and, and you ask somebody what time the bus was going. Oh, it's going to be here in a couple of minutes, you know. And they might even show you a little schedule or something. But it's good to allow plenty of time because I don't know if I can count on one hand the amount of times that the bus that we were waiting for actually showed up at the time that was in the schedule or that everybody said it was supposed to show up. It just didn't happen. Why? Because other factors get in the way. Other things come up. The delay, delay game <laughs> kicks in and everything. So, 
let's apply this to our lives. When you believe God for something, allow plenty of time for Him to work it out. Don't pray and like, okay, with an attitude, Lord, I'm just praying about this now, but I wish you would have done this yesterday. Don't do that. Allow plenty of time, and that'll keep you from getting frustrated while you're waiting on the Lord, while you're waiting for your manifestation. Number two kind of goes right along with that. Don't put any time limit on when, well, like at the bus stop again, let's go here first. <laughs> we learned at the bus stop, don't put any time limit on when the bus should come. Huh? You're at the bus stop and you're looking and the bus ain't coming and other buses are coming by but it's not your bus. Don't put a time limit on well, well that bus should be here by now. Just place confidence in the driver that he will show up, that he has not forgotten you. <laughs> All right, now let's tie it over to spiritually. When you believe in God for something, you've released your faith, you don't see anything, things look the same way, don't put a time limit on them. Don't put a time limit on God, just have confidence in Him that what he promised you, he is able also to perform it. Okay? Very good. Okay, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it moving, okay? I want to tell 15 stories with each point, but I can't do that because I'm trying to cut my time back, all right? So don't put any time limit on when the bus should come. Just place confidence in the driver. We learned that at the bus station in Brazil. <laughs> we learned that at the bus stops in Brazil. And I'm going to carry that over so that you can apply that to your life as you're following God. Let him do his thing. Have confidence in him. He asks, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Okay? Number three. We learned that the bus stops or at the bus, you know, and taking the bus and everything in Brazil. We learned, don't jump onto another bus. <laughs> don't jump onto another bus that you understand won't take you all the way there because it ain't your bus, right? You, you know, it's, there's, a, there's a temptation to jump on another bus because your bus taking too long. Okay, and, and you stop and the, the driver, you say, okay, you going to so-and-so place? The driver says, no, we ain't, we ain't quite going there. No, we, okay, avoid the temptation to jump on that bus just because you feel like your bus is taking too long. <laughs> what does that mean in our, in our lives spiritually as Christians? When you believe in God for something and it's taking a long time, I don't know, it might be, a fulfilling relationship with uh, you know with someone you know male or female whatever it could be many uh, any number of things maybe a certain career uh, break you're believing God for how do we apply this to us in that situation don't jump onto another bus all right don't settle for lower standards don't settle for something lower than the standard you've set just because it seems to be taking a long time for things to happen for you okay Number four, wait for your bus. <laughs> wait for your bus. Don't just jump aboard a bus because, see, because what happened in Brazil, so many times me and Deborah, we are sitting up there waiting, I mean, we're standing, waiting for the bus, a little bus stop, and then a bus will come, and it's about, 50, well, it's about probably about 30 people at the bus stop with us. Everybody's all crowded together. The bus will come, and out of the 30 people, Deborah, me and Deborah included, 28 of them will get on the bus. <laughs> And then we just the only ones left. Well, you know what? That can mess with you. We like, well, dog, maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe we should get on their bus. After all, everybody's doing it. <laughs> all right. Don't get on their bus. Wait for your bus. In your Christian life, 
Don't just go with the flow because everybody's doing it. What has God spoken to you? See, you don't have the same destiny as, as the people all around you. So don't just jump and go do what everybody else is doing because everybody else is doing it. Pay attention to what God has spoken to your heart and you wait for your bus. Okay? Number five. We learned again <laughs> by taking the bus day in and day out in Brazil. We, we come up with a few things, okay? Number five is this. Don't insist that the driver of an already overcrowded bus, don't insist that he let you come on board when he tells you, look, I'm full, but there's another bus just like mine going to the same place. It's only a few minutes behind me. Hmm? That happened more than once, you know? I mean, you know, the bus is all packed out when it gets there. You're like, finally the bus is here, and they can't even close the door because so many people just, I mean, it's, it's crazy how it is in other countries. People hanging on, on the steps and everything, hanging halfway out the bus, and the bus, bus driver stops. <clears throat> Maybe one person gets off, but the bus still packed. And you're going to try to get on? And he tells you, look, I'm full. No problem. Another bus, uh, uh, the same bus, is coming. You just got to wait a few more minutes, okay? Well, don't insist that the driver let you on anyway. Huh? Understand the port importance of timing. And now we're talking about applying it to your spiritual life. Understand the importance of timing in the plan of God. See, you may feel that this is your only chance this is your only chance. This is your break right here. But at the same time, you look and it doesn't seem like there's any opportunity for you to get involved or to get on with this only chance that's before you. Trust in God's timing. Yeah, this might be the perfect setup, but it ain't your timing yet. So it do you good. Let that bus go on. And you continue to trust God for your timing so that when your bus comes, ain't but about three or four people up there. And you're much more comfortable and everything works out very well for you. Okay? Number six, real quick. <laughs> Pay attention so that you know when it's time to get off the bus. See, in Brazil, it was a trip. Because <laughs> I got on the bus one time. I was used to the buses in Dallas. Because we used to live in Dallas. They basically run a circular route. I mean, you know, if you miss your stop one time around, it's coming around again. The driver just drives around, you know, a particular closed route. For maybe about three hours, and he pulls over and lets another driver come on, and the, the other driver does the same thing. Well, it didn't work that way in Brazil. I got on the bus one time, and uh, I wasn't halfway paying attention, and I was sleeping, all that kind of stuff, and and I think I nodded, and when I woke up, it's only about three people on the bus. I'm like, cool, okay, cool. And uh, eventually, those three people got off the bus, you know, one by one. Driver kept looking at me through the rearview mirror. I know he was wondering, what, where, where he going? And so I'm like thinking, okay, well, dog, evidently I missed my stop. That's okay. I'll just stay up here till he circles on around again, and uh, then I'll get off. Well, homeboy, after the last passenger got off, he went to a big old bus garage-looking place and parked. And he looked at me. He said, where you going, son? I said, well, uh, I think I missed my stop. He told me, well, look, that's the end of the route. That's the end of the route. I'm finished. He went in there and had some doggone tea and and carrying on with his friends, and they get in there playing cars and stuff. And I'm just sitting on the bus. He told me, well, look, I tell you what, after about a half an hour, we're going to have another driver to come on, and he's going to do a route too. But make sure you get off then, because we don't do a circular route here. <laughs> like I said, we learned a lot of things 
along the lines. Now, how can you apply this to your life spiritually? As you're following the plan of God, don't get so comfortable that you're no longer looking out for his next instruction. See, on that bus, I was comfortable. I was kicked back. I did a little bit of reading. I listened to a little bit of music. I fell asleep, woke up. I got comfortable. And I wasn't really paying attention to see what the next move would be or actually where I would get off at. Don't do that. All right. Okay. Well, God bless you. <sighs> Thought I was going to cut it down some more. Maybe I'll try to tape it again after this. Bye-bye.